0: My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. Episode number 77 of Purple Mafia, Sunday, November the 14th, 2010. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening. As our executive producer, Dylan Richardson, mentioned, I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Great to have you with me once again today. Wish I had better news to talk about. Wish there were good tidings to discussed today, but there really aren't. Um, Shoot, almost didn't get to do the show today, despite the fact there is snow on the ground, which means can't really do many lawns, can I? Uh, But the microphone, yeah, the microphone that all of you were listening to the last uh, year and change, about 15 months when the sound quality improved during this show, is uh, out of order, and I'm not sure if and when it will be in order. Again, not sure what the deal is. It looks simple, but it's not... So I was able to get a replacement microphone, a portable one that's uh, pretty darn good, and about uh, 60% of the price of the other one, we'll say. It's a pretty darn good phone, or phone, pretty darn good microphone. and Yeah, it's pretty cool, so we'll leave that as is. Of course, we're going to review the game today. We're going to talk a bit about (laughs) the article regarding Brad Childress and a quote that Brett Farr mentioned uh, after the game today, which, of course, yes, was a loss. 27-13 27-13 to 13 to the Chicago Bears in the Windy City. The Monsters of the Midway, whatever the heck you want to call them. They're not the 85 Bears. Love their old uniforms. I love the purple pants on the Vikings as well. The old uniforms for the Bears it is. Every time Minnesota and Chicago pair off, one of the two teams tends to wear retro jerseys. At least one of the two, and it's a lot of fun. It seems to be the home team, at least this year. That might have been the... Uh, Trend this year, pretty pretty entertaining. I like the I, I like old retro stuff. Uh, I love Minnesota versus Chicago. I actually f- find it more enjoyable than Minnesota versus Green Bay. I just find Minnesota and Green Bay a very tense, uh, unnecessarily just crazy type of football. The Bears, it just seems more entertaining most of the time. Though whenever we go there, the frustration level is pretty darn high because we almost never win there, except in 2007 when Adrian Peterson had 222. That was good times, uh, 2007, I believe that's the word I said. I hope so. The year that is, um, yeah, when he was once upon a time known as a bear killer. Not so much that. Not so sure that title really uh, reflects on Adrian Peterson anymore. It, I don't think so. Rushed the ball 17 times today, 51 yards, 3.0. A carry, nothing all too special there. Really nothing ultra special offensively in this game other than the offensive MVP, Percy Harvin, who did get another touchdown, a 53-yard bomb. Can catch, of course, on the side. This was more on the side, but because he was wide open, remember? Either, he's, either you get him up the middle or he's wide open near the side. That's the only way you throw on the side deep to Harvin, and it worked. So I guess it looks like I do know what I'm talking about. Much to some people out there, Chagrin, I'm sure. Not everybody's going to agree with me. And uh, that's perfectly fine. All right, let's get to the game. Let's just get to it. Of course, uh, Twitter account is where I generally like to keep my notes uh, handy. That's uh, just one of those deals. <laughs> um, very much appreciate all of you that do follow the Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. I didn't tweet as much today, it's a little more of an emotion game again, but a little bit of tweeting today, and of course there's a few mentions we will get to as well, just because it's the right thing to do. You guys are nice enough to tweet me, <laughs> and, uh, so uh, to mention Purple Mafia, and I appreciate it very, very much. Purple Mafia show, technically, and uh, you know, I could <laughs> only can be nice enough to uh, give you a mention on the show. Um mm, yeah. Well, so is Brad Childress going to get fired, or isn't he? Uh, the differing opinions are all over the place, and I mean all over the place. Um, <laughs> some people think that he's gone tomorrow. I think there's a very strong chance of that. At least, I'll say a 60% chance Brad Childress is not the coach by next game, the next game, by Green Bay game. Um, and, of course, we all know who the interim head coach would be. It would be Leslie Frazier. Uh I made my opinions on that last week. Maybe I'll rehash them later if I feel like it. <laughs> let's just let's just keep moving here. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, it could go either way. Who knows? Some people think yeah, it could be the end of the by, you know, he this could have been his last game as Viking coach. Others think he could be coaching next year. Still, still coaching next year, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I just don't know. Too much too many, too many, much evidence pointing in the other direction, if you want my opinion, and I hope you do. That might be a good reason why you're listening to the show. So let's just get on with it. Uh, the first quarter came and went. Extremely boring. The Vikings did manage to get one uh, field goal, luckily. Overall, a very boring quarter. Uh, nothing much, really, to get into, to be honest. Really not much few good runs by Adrian Peterson early on got me encouraged. I think, yeah, the Bears defense is better than their pass defense. Yeah, their pass defense looked okay today, didn't it? Far mm. Far with three interceptions, though not, not certainly not his, I don't think they really were his fault. He wasn't exactly spectacular in this game, but uh, I think it's more, yeah, I think it was a lot more of the receiver's fault and the fact they were slipping and all that stuff. Whatever. Just total garbage as far as I'm concerned. Vikings, always mentioned, did manage a field goal in the first quarter. 3-0 Vikings <laughs> late in the first quarter. How exciting. Yeah, you can tell I'm excited. Um, also, I better say this really, really quick. Yeah, we have a call-in line to Purple Mafia, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. If it is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling into the Purple Mafia show, or Purple Mafia, whatever you want to call it. Um, do, uh, Make your comment, shout out, question, opinion, whatever, and there you go. You'll be on there with me. No call-ins this week. No call-ins this week. I got an inquiry from uh, Brent Jacobson very not not that long ago, and I guess it's kind of too late, I guess, to call in, unfortunately. I said you can try. I, I guess he wasn't able to call, so uh, still call in for next week if you can, Brent. Uh, and those of you out there, please do call in. Anthony from L.A., all of uh, Yeah, I sense malaise setting in. You could probably um, hear it in my voice. Yeah, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm not coming on here and screaming and hooting and hollering because it's just we're getting conditioned to this type of thing. You know, you have a great season one year. There's no you, you can never guarantee a great season the next year. It's just it just does not happen that way, folks. It's very rare. Certain teams can come back and get back to the conference championship game and give it another try, but it's. There's just, just, just certain teams, and they tend to play out east. You know, we'll just leave it there, or maybe in San Francisco once upon a time. Uh-huh. We'll just leave it there, though. I just... <laughs> yeah. Longwell was able to make his one field goal. Viking did another drive down there. Longwell hits the side of the upright. That was a little frustrating. Unfortunately, um, just a little. It sure was. Then the Bears... Vikings defense did not look so good <laughs> as the Bears made a nice drive down to the goal line. It looked like Greg Olson was in anyway. Vikings challenged it, and you know, it's like okay. Or, no, the Vikings didn't challenge it. The Booth did. This was late, and uh, it was in the final. Uh, excuse me, I'm not talking right. This was the Booth. Excuse me. This was the Booth review. Vikings didn't challenge this particular one. Booth review. And uh, they gave him a touchdown. Even though it's like, well, I don't even know why they reviewed it. It's like, you know, they're like the one billionth of a millimeter line anyway. It's like the way the Vikings defense was playing, I didn't really have much uh, confidence in them. The next drive, the Vikings looked a lot better. And I mean a lot better. Brett Favre was able to z- zing it up in the air. Percy Harvin was open. The pass defense for Chicago looked confused. As uh, they just did not know whose man was whose, unfortunately for the Bears. Fortunately for us, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, that's how it goes there. <laughs> Jennings and Harrison just confused there. And uh, down the sidelines went Harvin for a 53-yard touchdown. It's like, here we go. We're in business. Vikings are now up 10-7. to This is fun. Then the Vikings give up a massive kick return. That was... Spectacular. Just a huge kick return for Devin Hester. And the Bears reward Devin Hester. Jay Cutler, that is, with a touchdown. 19 yards out. And the Bears now take the lead. And it's like, really? Seriously? Um, (laughs) This is beyond belief! It's, you know, like, can we please, please, (laughs) carry momentum into the second half like ever I mean, can we ever carry some momentum in the second half? No, we can't carry momentum in the second half. It's It's against the rules in Minnesota. It just is at least this year. Okay, I told I said I wasn't gonna rant, but there you go. There was a mini one. Enjoy it. Have fun with that. Uh, yeah, Bears 14 to 10 going into the second half. Vikings get the ball right out of the gate. Uh, Marcus, the forecaster, by the way, who co-hosts Tim Roll's Explosion. Hopefully, we'll get him in tonight and get that show up as well. Those of you out there that may be listening, listen, listeners to that show as well. Tim Roll's Explosion available on the SportsStuff.com and iTunes. Shameless plug, but then again, he, hey, he was in attendance. He's he's a occasional to almost almost regular co-host now. Was in attendance with me watching the game. Not in Chicago, of course, but you get the idea. At the beginning of the game, he said, oh, Brett Favre's going to throw an interception on the first pass of the game. He had some type of inner sense <laughs> to that for whatever reason. Like, both of us tend to, tend to be that way. We can sense something's going to happen. Well, he was wrong about the uh, start of the game. Unfortunately, the start of the second half was where his sensation came from, as Brett Favre did throw an interception, to start the second half. Just to... oh, oh, my God! God! That's the way you start the second half after giving up a... Uh, Special teams kick return that led to a, a uh, touchdown to Devin Hester. They rewarded Devin Hester with that, which is, you know, that's cool, I guess, in that sense. <sighs> Devin Hester, man, oh man, oh man. Special teams special teams coverage today was cruddy. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> I was going to say it, but you know how many times I've wanted to swear this year that I've stopped myself, so... We'll just uh, kick it off our soapboxes there and <laughs> leave it where it is. Um, ball was deflected by Julius Peppers and intercepted, and it was intercepted by the Bears' defender. It was spectacular indeed. This was not this was not Briggs. This was Moore. This one was more of the Bears. Officially, uh, Briggs. That was the last. No, that was the second last one. Harris was the last one. No, Briggs was the last one. Excuse me. (laughs) It doesn't matter. They both happened fairly late in the game. Vikings were still in it, but that was like, they're both daggers for the Vikes. But yeah, mostly deflections and uh, next two. Yeah, this one was a deflection. The others were receivers slipping. Yeah, this was quite frustrating. Intercepted by Moore. The Bears really didn't have much, uh, (coughs) excuse me, challenge to get anywhere. Score a touchdown, but the Vikings defense did stand strong. That was nice. We will take it. And Robbie Gold nailed a 34-yarder. Big deal. Bears up by 7. Was still a one-possession game. Vikings made look, make what looked like a nice drive, but could not get to pay debt. And it became a field goal war in the third quarter. Ryan Longwell with a 33-yarder. Oh, goody, there you go. The defense for the Vikings, not good. Johnny Knox got a lot of long pass recessions in this game. Ray Dolson was good all day. Bennett, Earl Bennett was pretty good as well. Jay Keller was, you know, he's no star. He threw two interceptions in this game, but he was good enough. You know, at least the Vikings defense was not good enough. He's more like it. The field goal was in the third quarter was won by the Bears 6-3, to three, and they took a 20-13 to lead into the fourth quarter. Vikings offense couldn't muster much of anything. Favre with multiple interceptions in the second half. I believe this, yeah, the first one was Harvin fell again and the second was Vasante-Schenko slipped and just the ball went right into the Bear defender, that being Harris. Spectacular. Because okay. <laughs> was obviously Briggs was guarding uh, Vasante. The ball went right into Briggs. His arms made the interception. The Bears scored game-icing touchdown and, uh, well, that's about all she wrote. A little bit quicker game review in this sense, because it's like, you know, you know, it's like Lottie freaking Da. This just was not an exciting game at all. Because what did I say? What did I say, folks? What did I say last week? What did I say? Yeah, I picked the Vikings to win. I did pick the Vikings to win, if they could carry the momentum into this game. But they did not carry last week's momentum into this game. There was no evidence of it at all. It's like, well, that was just an emotional victory by, uh, by, the, by the Vikings. There's, there's no quit in them. You know, it was spectacular. They played in the confines of the, of the system. Yeah, in the last three and a half minutes, they played in the confines of the system. No, that was actually pretty well executed offensively most of the game. Well, not really. Mostly at the end, but you get the idea. <sighs> Yeah, I'm bouncing around a bit because I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy watching this team. No, they're not a fun team to watch, are they? They're not fun to watch, uh, but I'm still watching them. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. I'm not going to quit doing this because I love it. Oh. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate your listeners. I'm just going to continue to say that. This team is not easy to watch. It's not easy to watch. You know, I'm sure a lot of you are frustrated and, and hurt, you know. I mean, I saw me and the forecaster watched uh, Brett Farr's interception with the Saints last year, and, and I almost did, uh, almost did tears in my eyes because, you know, it's like you say, next year never comes. This is stone-cold proof that next year never comes. It never does. Wait till next, oh yeah, wait till next year. Just wait till next year. We'll get them next year. Next year never comes, folks. Next year never comes, and, and that's why we're sitting here still I just don't know how much longer it's gonna take. You know, is it gonna be all eternity? It's it sucks. This sucks, you know. It does. <sighs> Alright, enough of my uh, I, I almost sound like somebody calling into Vikings fan line there, don't I? I mean way too much emotion there, but <laughs> that's about it. Latroy Guy in, by the way though, I mean I love him. He was gutty Getting in the colors face, you know that's just other stuff. Going to continue some game notes here, really, really quick. The Vikings defense, though, ultimately was pretty weak. Bears were getting right through them all the time. It was just ridiculous. But now let's get to the quote of the game. We'll get to the quote of the game here. The quote of the week, quote of whatever. I mean, there's going to be some quotes on today's show. That's partially why I just kind of getting through the game review. Just not a fun game to rev- Not a fun game to cover, really. It just wasn't. A lot of these games haven't been fun to cover. But here it comes, via Judd Zolga of the Star Tribune. He tweeted this, oh, bah, a few hours back, like right after the game, actually. Uh, he says, Brett Favre's quote is, When I came back, had I, had I known it was going to be like this, sure, it would have been easier to make the decision. Yeah? See? Yeah, look, when I came back, had I known it was going to be like this, sure, it would have been an easier decision, or easier to make the decision. Can we all guess what that means? That means, I wish I didn't come back, because it's not worth it. That's basically what he said right there. I mean, he didn't say it, but he did say it, right? So what does that tell you? That tells you this year's over. That tells you Brett Favre mentally is checking out, and um, yeah, it's over. And it's not because he's a quitter, it's because, because he knows what he's talking about, because... You know, the most wins this Viking team can win this year if they win it out is 10 games. 10 games is the most this team can win. Uh, The playoffs, the whole playoffs that Brent Jacobson said last year, I just hope we can win a game, another game. Copyright, uh, Jim Mora, Sr. There's a coach with personality. That guy was just a psychotic goofball. But, um, man... You can't see it right now, but my arms are just spread out right now. What do you do? Yeah, I think firing the coach is absolutely on the table. Will it happen, though? Hard to say. Hard to say. I mean, they fired Mike Tice because um, because uh, uh, the culture of accountability. Uh, you know, so that's why we brought in Childress. But now how about a culture of winning? How about a culture of... Ah, something. How about a culture of life? You know, some life going on here. This is just horse crap. All right, let's get to these. Uh, let's get to these tweets. Let's get to the tweets. If I can get this going here. All right, we'll start with Matt Emer. Now he did this was not today. This is earlier in the week. So uh, his th- thoughts on getting Al Harris to the Vikings. It would be a dumbass move to not at least try, in my opinion. So in other words, we won't pursue him. And you're correct, Matt Emer. The Vikings did not pursue Al Harris. Not that I know of anyway. He's the one that was cut by the Green Bay Packers, of course. We all know who that is. Originally drafted to uh, cover Randy Moss back in 99. Yeah, the Vikings did not uh, pursue Al Harris. And uh, the way the secondary has been tackling of late, outside of Antoine Winfield, who is just a black hole, he has just been fantastic. Yeah, whatever. You know, screw Asher Allen and Lito Shepard. Leto Shepard actually did step up, though, last time. Yeah, he got burned up a little bit by Romo and the Cowboys. But he's gotten better since that game. Uh, Chris Cook has been okay, but nothing great. He's definitely taken a step back. We'll keep going, though. MN Sports Talk again from Grand Murray. His comment is, do you, like, do you like Leslie Frazier? I wish we hadn't let Tomlin get away. Uh, yeah, he asked that because of what I said on the last show and such. Um, yes, I like Leslie Frazier. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I think he is a legitimate coaching candidate in the NFL, but I don't like the fact that he's not a very aggressive uh, style. He's more of a stay-at-home style. He's not a aggressive go for the turnover type. I mean, you're going to win a title. You got to go for the gold. I think the best teams are the teams that that really go for it, and they're not just you know stay-at-home type. It's working, but. I'm telling you, if the Vikings got some t- more... T- if the Vikings were able to get some turnovers in that Saints game, we'd be talking about the defending Super Bowl champions in Minnesota today, I think. And no, that's not Lizzie Frazier's fault that we lost that game. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, folks, that could have been that extra little boost if we uh, been a little more aggressive going for some turnovers because I think there's there's always turnovers to be had. There are. There are, and there are, and there are. We just don't get them. Yeah, Jay Cutler threw the ball right to our right to our players because he's He's as crazy as Brett Favre in terms of forcing the ball into people, and that's what Jay Keller did. Gave the Vikings a little hope. The Bears had opportunities to, to really make this a blowout, if not throwing the ball right to Hussein Abdullah twice. One of them in the end zone, by the way. All right, so now Botanist, who actually is Anthony from L.A. Yes, he is. Anthony from L.A. He actually took advantage of that uh, uh, Tweetmore deal, which is pretty cool. Our Matt Emer's used that a few times this year. Hopefully the videos or audio is not getting choppy. Here as loads, his comment is: After all this turmoil with the Vikings, we haven't heard much about Adrian Peterson's MVP season. He had absolutely no fumbles and and in second on rush yards by only a few. And yes, Adrian Peterson has been ridiculous this year ridiculous, phenomenal, spectacular. But it's unlikely he'll get the MVP mostly because of the, the 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 team he's on. Um... Yeah, is he a legitimate top three candidate? Port? Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, and, and and it sucks because yeah, there's too many other distractions. You got the, you know, whatever her name is. I don't even want to say her name because I don't think she deserves it. I don't care what she looks like anymore. I just don't. That's we're happy for. Her. You know, we're happy for for all these people that love attention because they look good. I just don't think they deserve it. <laughs> I don't. Um that's just luck. You know, you got lucky. Yeah. Okay. Uh Brent for Liberty, let's continue. He retweets uh KFAN.com. Purple pants and play today in Chicago as members of Vikings are beginning to warm up and yes, I love that. Love the purple. Brent for Liberty is retweeting E Man. He puts Chili in Childress. He puts the Chili in Childress. Eisen Hmm and then Dan, (laughs) I'm not sure I'm not sure what that means, I'm not trying to be, yeah, obviously I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just not sure I understand that or follow that um, it's okay though Dan Taylor out of the UK says, well that's the season yeah, Uh uh-huh uh-huh yep, I I'm sorry to say, yeah yep I think so, I think so, Dan um as long as you don't now, long as it's not the season in terms of Purple Mafia, because of course it's not. Uh, I hope you still listen. I'm sure you will. Those of you out there as well. Hope you, that are you know there's no face or name to you yet. Uh, yeah, please do again. Join the Twitter to follow the Twitter twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show, and of course the Facebook group, which we're going to get to very shortly before we uh, preview the Green Bay Packer game next week. Oh, how exciting! So let's get to the Facebook deal now. Let's just move on. We'll take a break before the uh, the Green Bay Packer preview. Packer preview, yeah. I've never heard that before. <laughs> actually, no, before the Packer preview, we got to read the, the article. Excuse me, I'm like changing things on the fly here. I don't know why. We're actually going to do the article right now instead since it's on the, uh, the Facebook group. <laughs> Multiple... Uh, excuse me, multiple, like, uh, varying opinions on Brad Childress inside the organization. This is courtesy of Sean Sean Jensen of the Sun-Times, of course, very recently of the Pioneer Press, the beat writer for the Vikings, of course, now Sean Jensen working for Da Bers, the Polish Sausage Bers, according to uh, Saturday Night Live on that bit, that anecdote. Yeah, uh, his article states how it's uh, in January 2006, still lingering from the Love Boat scandal, Minnesota Vikings owner Ziggy Wilf hired Brad Childers to clean up his dysfunctional organization that he had just, uh, you know, bought from Red McCombs. One of eight NFL owners with head coaching vacancy that offseason, Wilf was enamored of Childers' pedigree. He'd been offensive coordinator at Wisconsin with the Philadelphia Eagles and quickly signed the Aurora native to a five-year contract, which has, of course, been extended here comes uh, Wilf. He embodies character, discipline, and is a great family man, Wilf said. <laughs> Bottom line, Brad Childress is a winner. Yeah, that's because Chili's a New Yorker. That's why I did that. Uh, Wilf is a New Yorker. Yeah, I don't know if I said Chili, but... All right. Of course, it's been a mess. The Vikings let go of Randy Moss and all that. It was a 3-5 and five start. Let's make it 3-6 and six now, which... Just, yeah. means we're on course for about... Six wins and ten losses. Kind of like Childress's first year in uh, 2006. Could be his last year as well. All right, let's continue. So now we'll uh, get some uh, quotes here <laughs> from unnamed players. I mean, we got to read these quotes on there. We have to do it. We know that Childress doesn't have our back, so why should we have his? One player said. We're playing for us, and we're winning despite him. That's a real quote, folks. Yes, it is. Another quote here, the, oh no, this is uh, yeah, this is Brad Childress, the, man, the mandate is clear, however, that it needs to be done with the class and dignity of the Will family. The most important thing to me is that uh, people do the right thing, that's uh, in regards to just uh, player movement and all that, Culpepper and moth, all that, that type of deal. Another te- uh, team source says that Brad Childress has absolutely no people skills, how about that one, and after the 28-24 uh, the 20, loss to the Packers on October 24th, Childress was critical of, critical of Favre with three, inter, three interceptions. I'm sorry, I can't talk. You can't throw it to them. You've got to play within the confines of our system. Sometimes it's okay to punt. That's just, you know, that's one of those things. Favre wasn't the only one irked by that comment. <laughs> For a lot of guys, that was a turning point, one player said. Because, again, now I'm going to stop here for three seconds. I mean, I'm not one of those people that I hate. I hate it when people get offended real easily and uh, are, are, uh, are overly sensitive. They take everything the wrong way, and they're always, oh, God, oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, I mean, I, let's just say, yeah, let's just say I meet people like that way too often, and I get sick of it. Um, but, uh, come on. You can't throw it to them? You can't throw it to them? <laughs> You're an idiot. Really? You you can't throw it to them? I just... Really? I, I didn't know that. You can't? I thought you could. Well, they, he caught the ball, right? I mean, the other guy did. The guy in the green jersey caught the ball. Maybe Favre thinks he's still on the Packers. Yeah! No, I mean... Why did... Why do you gotta Why do you gotta insult people's intelligence to that level? I mean, that's so. I mean, do you I mean? Why do you gotta say that? That's just. That's just kind of. Do you want to win, Brad, or do you want to just say, "Bleep this team," I quit. Why don't you just say that instead? Why don't you just say that because? That's basically the same thing bleep this team, I quit why don't you, because why would you want that out in the media, that type of comment out in the media, I mean it's bad enough if you go up and say it to his face again it takes guts to do that and I respect that part instead of all that you know, okay we'll just leave that alone that overly silent crap, but I mean (laughs) you just don't do that you just don't do that, like I said on the previous show, after that game you just don't do that that's just... That's that's insanity. That's insane. That is insane. Hmm. Okay. Let's continue. Uh, Childress challenged another receiver, questioning the effort of Percy Harvin, who was hobbled by with, with an ankle injury and threatening to make him inactive for the game against the Cardinals. Harvin was animated in defending himself, but Childress responded by saying, I can say whatever I want, according to a source but whatever happened to you can't say whatever you want you know i mean that's what that's what children's kind of had before everything's close to the chest this just doesn't go it's a company or whatever uh in-house situation in-house issue that's the word i just make make up your mind see when coaches start to do that kind of thing that's how they lose their job when their their identity goes down the toilet. The Vikings' identity is, I don't know what it is right now. It does, there is no identity uh, other than it's garbage. That's about it. The Cowboys, of course, fired their coach, Wake Phillips, because they're 1-7. Um, let's just continue the quotes. As much as I hate Childress, another player here, said, I will keep playing. As much as I hate Childress, hate. Wow, I will keep playing. It's like, you, you wonder who that might be. Well, it can't be Sage Rosenfels because he's gone. He already, uh, Childress already alienated the living bleep out of him. Mm -mm -mm. Another uh, quote. Actually got a teeny bit ahead of myself, not much. We've got to be, we've got too many good football players and we won't lay down like Dallas, one player said. Another one is, I don't know, here comes Childress talking. I always say it's like being a parent, if being a friend it's a byproduct of that great. I just want to make sure I do the right thing with players. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. I believe this is the final quote, and yes, it is. Guys, trust him. One player said he's going to treat you a certain way. He doesn't single people out. So certain players on the team are defending him, and many are not. I wouldn't be surprised if Bernard Berrien was one of the people not defending the Chili Meister, the old Chili Meister. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case Bernard Berrien, conveniently injured with the groin problem. Did not play today. Oh, and by the way, Sidney Rice, who we all thought was going to play this week. No, he didn't. That was not very helpful. The Sidney Rice injury is, you know, is sickening, frustrating, ridiculous, and has hurt this team so much that that was not taken care of earlier. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. Whoever was in charge with telling Sidney Rice that he should have held that he should have wait that out, that injury out, because yes, it happened in late January last year. That's a long time ago, isn't it? But that he should wait that out. Should never, ever set foot in the Vikings organization again. Ever. Because (laughs) do you think do you think that affected the season just a little bit? Yeah, that man is Brad Childress. That applies to him if that man is Sidney Rice, you know what? That applies to him, too. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I said it. If that man is Sidney Rice, and I don't think it is. If it's Sidney Rice's agent, well, yeah. <laughs> Get the, you're fired. The agent should be fired if it had to do with the agent. He, shouldn't, he should not have any part to do with Sidney Rice's career again because he would have cost Sidney Rice millions of dollars. What you hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? As Al Pacino would say, to help us, not to bleep us up. Yeah, Uh, of course, I'm Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, to help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. Yeah. All right, let's get to the uh, Purple Mafia group. People are still out there uh, posting on there. I'm going to always check it. You guys are always more than welcome to uh, join that. Please do, actually. It'd be very cool for the search bar to get to it. Search Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings show. You'll find it immediately. Click join and opine and post down there. Janine and Sebastian are the two posters for this week on this group. Janine's comment is, Purple people eaters are gunning for bears. Yum, purple in your pants. That was funny. And yes, purple was uh, on their pants today. got it like that, Sebastian. These two are after the game. Fire chili. Plain and simple. Two words from Sebastian Balls, and uh, I tend to agree with you. I think you could tell that I would agree with that statement with with the way I was talking very shortly. I I mean, I'm not some goofball rube here. Uh, And No, it's okay to wear purple paint and all that stuff on your face, but I'm not just some drunken guy going solely on, uh, you know, just trying to grandstand and sound cool. In front of you know twenty thousand no not yeah maybe twenty thousand people maybe twenty five people maybe a bunch of his friends are just going on the air and you know some people are like that yeah you gotta you have to <laughs> you have to fire Childress at some point I mean I don't think keeping Childress is going to take this team to the another to another level it's not working people don't want to play for him there's too many inside sources that are not happy. Um, it's just not working it's just not, so there you go Janine's comment is I fear Childress has burned his last bridge will Fraser be our new coach tomorrow well, maybe it's not over yet, but maybe Uh, if it were me, yeah I would do it, and it's not again, it's not because I want Brad Childress's head, it's because it's only the right thing to do for the organization, just like Brad Childress said about getting rid of Randy Moss uh, it's for the betterment of the organization So we can use that right back on you, Brad Childress. And I'm going to close the uh, Childress comment. Well, no, we're probably not going to close on it, but I'm going to make this quick statement here. Yeah, if I had a choice, a gun to my head, if I had to pick somebody, Dennis Green or Brad Childress, yeah, I'd pick Childress because Dennis Green was that crazy. At least Brad Childress admitted that I I need to coach better. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to coach better, but at least he said it. Dennis Green would never say that. Dennis Green was in denial for all time, and he always will be. He thinks he's better than Vince Lombardi. Brad Joders knows he's not, yet at the same time, uh, I think Joders thinks he's better than he is. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt about that either. So now let's move on to the Purple Mafia page. That's right, the Purple Mafia page. Again, I'm begging you guys, please do join the Purple Mafia page. Purple Mafia show page is technically Purple Mafia show. Please do join it. In the search bar, just click, type in Purple Mafia Show. You don't have to say Minnesota Vikings for this one, just Purple Mafia Show. Eventually, I'll be able to say Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show, which will make it really easy, but I need 100 likes. I need 100 likes. So for now, please, please, in your search bar, those of you out there with your Facebook uh, accounts, type in the uh, search bar again, Purple Mafia Show, and click like. Click like down the page, down the left-hand side of the page. Please do, indeed. i appreciate it very, very much. I need a hundred likes to even get that. Alright, so let's get going here. Kind of crazy. A little too much going on here. A lot of guys loving the purple uh, uniforms. Chris Tucker talking about that. Oh man, there's so much going on here. We'll start with Tony Coleman. Uh, I'm not going to read every comment, of course. Nope, that was not... No, PRD wrote that. Uh, excuse me, uh, There we go. Man, we'll go with Chris Tucker. Man, those all-purple uniforms are sick. Great win. Farvis is starting to get going, and Rice is back next week. I wish he was. Oh, I wish he was. This was last Monday. Coleman, Tony Coleman says, I think they should stick with the full-purple uniforms. They were slick, and I agree there. Dan Toro says, yeah, stick with those uniforms. They were awesome, as was the last four minutes of the game. And over time that's what the Vikings should play like that. Yeah? Ben Jacobson, I like the all-purple unis. I wish they'd wear the purple pants on the road with the white jerseys, and yes, they did today. We got to see that for the first time in quite a while. Um, <laughs> Sebastian Balls, it's the pants. Last time he wore them, AP tore it up on the ground, and, um, mm-hmm. Well, not today, unfortunately, as I mentioned. Not today. Not today. I wish. Sebastian again says, it's so nice. No Vikings drama and just focus on Sunday. That was midweek. Um, way too many <laughs> comments for me to read them all. Lots of conversation about John Gruden. That's what I would, I would not mind John Gruden at all. In fact, he'd probably be my top choice actually over Bill Cowher. even. Yeah, even more than Bill Cowher. You know, think about this. John Gruden, quarterback's coach for the Green Bay Packers. Daryl Bevel was the quarterback coach of the Green Bay Packers. Hmm. Yeah, that would have worked out. That would have been nice if John Gruden was the coach instead of Brad Childress all along, huh? (laughs) Of course, Gruden wasn't available until 99, but we'll continue. Lots of talk about that. Moss, all that. Uh, Coleman says players, Tony that is, says players are supposedly (laughs) anonymously expressing their dislike for Chili. Of course, that's when the article came out. Brent Jacobson also posted it on the, per- the Purple Mafia group. Tony posted it on the Purple Mafia page. Very, very much appreciative of both of you guys because that article is awesome. And uh, boy, did it add to the show. Yes, it did. Jacobson comments. Brent Jacobson that it says, I have mixed feelings on this story. On one hand, what employee hasn't had beef or two with their boss? On the other hand, Childress is a moron. That's pretty well said there. Anthony Batista, Anthony L.A., from L.A., excuse me, says the next two games determines the season right here. You need to get a two-game winning streak here going into the Green Bay game. Um, And unfortunately, that's not what happened, and uh, it's not looking good. Yeah, I mean, that is what they needed. They needed to pretty much win out these divisional games. There's no doubt about it. Um, Anthony, again, talks about how about Adrian Peterson with all the turmoil with the Vikes. (laughs) We haven't heard much from him. From the media, he has absolutely no fumbles. Again, this is the exact uh, thing on Twitter, but, I'm gonna keep, but I'll gonna But i keep reading it because it's a little longer. Eight touchdowns, 857 yards, only 10 behind Adrian Foster for the entire league lead, that is, and like 30 receptions. Great season, AP. Very well said. Anthony. Very well said. AB. Anthony Batista. AB. So there you go. <laughs> AP and AB. Twine Ball Tony again says, and now we're down by four. We're always down by four. And yeah, it was back and forth. Chris Tucker, man, our D-line is just looking like garbage again. No pressure on Cutler. Brutal. yep, yeah, wasn't that great? Oh, boy. I'm reading something Tony wrote, and I'm going to... Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Fun stuff. I'm going to say it now. Oh, this is why Chili takes a knee with 30 seconds left in the half. Maybe he's onto something. Yeah, because Brett Favre fumbled and that's how the Bears got that touchdown and took the lead over the Vikings. Yeah. I think I mentioned a kick return earlier and I apologize. It was actually that. I get a little mixed up at times because there were so many big time kick returns in this game. It's like ridiculous, you know. So there you go. Thanks for the fumble there, Favre. Appreciate that very much. That was ridiculous. Tony now is like, well, now we're down by two touchdowns in the fourth. Can we do it two weeks in a row? No, they didn't. Dan Doro says, children is gone tomorrow. About time. Doro again says, are you kidding me? Get the wide receiver some cleats. Where was the 12-man on the field flag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just worn out even thinking about the game. Again, I apologize for that mistake I made earlier. Um, obviously going to leave it on there. I'm not going to edit anything. I mean, we all make mistakes. It was uh, that Brett Favre fumbled the ball. It was not a kick return. There were just so many long kick returns. I like Devin Hester in this game. It was ridiculous, and that's why I was able to make that mistake. For some odd reason, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't note that Favre fumbled there. Yeah, I mean, I knew he did, but I didn't note it. And when you don't note stuff, sometimes you lose track of where you're going lose your direction a little bit, so again, I apologize, I'm manning up to that right now (sighs) good times indeed, the Vikings did get one sack today, and that was Jared Allen that was sometime in the third quarter and, uh, okay one sack, but at least it was Jared Allen that's the guy who does the most talking and, uh, is the most visible on that defensive line so there you go, that's the end of the Facebook group again, you know, a Facebook group and Facebook page, please do click like on the Facebook page. Simply type in Purple Mafia Show and click like. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, look at a couple stats. Super duper quick. Brett Favre's quarterback rating for the game. Terrible. About 44%. Ah, oh, man. 44%. You have Johnny Knox with five receptions, 90 yards overall. Very good. Devin Esther all over the place. And I mean all over the place. Let's look at his uh, kick returns. He had two kick returns. 100 yards. 68-yard return on one of them. And then Davis, the other kick returner, had a 32-yard return. Just wonderful. Thank you so very much there. That was the kickoff return. Devin Hester also had a 42-yard return on one of his punt returns. So it's like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? I mean, what can I say? We're just going to leave it as is. Because it's just like There's just a bunch of malarkey at this point. It sure is. Some of you out there that might give a damn about what Randy Moss did against the uh, Miami Dolphins today. He's a member of the Tennessee Titans. He caught one ball for 26 yards. Holy crap, Batman! Very, very exciting game by Randy Moss and the Tennessee Titans, who also lost to the Miami Dolphins, just like the Vikings did. Oh, so wonderfully earlier in the year in fact that was the last worst loss of the year in a lot of ways if Childress did not have the big year last year I think Childress should have been fired after the Miami game if it wasn't for that honest to God you lost at home to the Miami freaking Dolphins do you realize the magnitude of that (laughs) that's horrible and yes the Dolphins are five and four they're not horrible but losing at home to them is horrible it's just ridiculous especially after an undefeated season in that dome last year All right, it's Packer Week. It's, yeah, it's Packer Week. Yeah, buddy! Well, sorry, I just, uh, sorry. I'm sorry if I'm not as excited as some other people out there. In fact, I'm not sure really any of you really are excited about it. Yeah, it's Packer Week. Isn't that just exciting? Yeah. (laughs) I I wish it meant something. I, I really do. So with that, we're just going (laughs) to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode 77, which is, of course, a reminder for iPod users and other MP3 players like the Microsoft Zune and all that. The Green Bay Packers, yep, it's Packer Week. (laughs) I tried to readjust the microphone a little bit. Hopefully it sounds a little better. Um, I I hope it does. Still getting used to this new one, the placement of it, and uh, yeah, a lot of the noisy clutter here, like the uh, computer fan. is kind of noisy. I hope it's not annoying you guys too much. I don't know if this microphone is picking up picking it up a lot more than the other one or where I put it was picking it up more or whatever. So, yeah, the Green Bay Packers come to town. They were on the bye week last week. They come to Minneapolis this year for the, you know, for their one visit, their yearly visit. Well, the Packers defensive line leads the NFL in sacks. Defensive line and linebackers, yeah. They have 28 sacks. Spectacular. That's really nice. This is good because we probably give up more sacks than anybody in the league. We have 13 now. Yeah, we have still have less than half the, what the Packers have. How exciting. Packers also are tied for the NFL lead in thir- with 13 interceptions, tied at the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the lead in the entire league, by the way. Yep, four stumbles, nine. They have four defensive touchdowns, which is second in the NFL. Yeah, the Packers' defense is a little better than it used to be because not only do they have all those sexy stats, they also have Yep, they also have the yardage. Now they give up their run they give up more running yards than they do passing. Their pass defense is pretty darn good. Again, this does not spell good news for Brett Favre. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. The Packers also lead the league with three interception touchdowns. They are tied to the Buccaneers in that stat as well. Sad, sad, sad. 21. 21- or excuse me, 211 pass yards allowed per game. That is third in the NFL. For uh, excuse me, it's actually about it's actually fifth. Excuse me. And uh, the rush defense not not the greatest, but better than uh, better than a lot of other people's. You know, better are better than other people. Kind of middle of the road. Um, about 14th in the league. But overall, their defense is uh, pretty stingy in the points per game category. Uh, they allow the second least points per game that is definitely on the good side of things, actually yardage wise they're more middle of the road but still, it's the points per game they allow only about 15 points a game it has just been a major, major uh, deal with the Green Bay Packers on the defensive side of the ball, offensively well it has certainly been uh, good, solid for the Packers as well it has been a good run for them on the offensive side of the ball. They certainly score points. Not the top in the league. in yardage though they are uh, also middle of the road. That's the funny part because Aaron Rodgers kind of up and down. Um, they're certainly not spectacular. No, I mean, Aaron Rodgers certainly wasn't spectacular in the previous game either. The Packers passing, they allow 243 yards. Pa- or they pass for that many in about a hundred a game the running game one of the worst in the league but it sure looked good against the vikings didn't it just like the uh new <laughs> england patriots the following week two of the worst running games in the nfl right now because of lack of uh uh you know parts it was kind of a problem and uh there you go that was a lot of fun right there so you know where do you go here do the vikings get a nice emotional win beating the green Bay packers in the Dome? Well, I think if Brad Childress is fired, I'm going to guarantee a win for the Minnesota Vikings, only because, like, it's kind of to say, we'll win without Brad Childress. Ha, 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 ha. You know? And, of course, it's the Packers, and there's more emotion, and it's a home game, and the fans will be juiced because Childress is gone. I will guarantee a victory if Childress is gone. If Childress is not gone, well, I'll still pick them to win, just because, (laughs) just because I think the team is Very motivated, very angry about how close they, they, how how they barely lost the previous game. Uh, Favre was able to throw on these guys a little bit. Peterson was was good in that game as well. Uh, We did get down the field, and yes, Aaron Rodgers makes a lot of mistakes as well. I think we can win the game. I think Aaron Rodgers will be frustrated at times. Will the defensive line for the Vikings show up this time? Who knows? I'm sure the Packers defensive, I mean, if the Packers defensive line shows up, then again, we're in trouble. Because Favre will not have time to throw the ball. And when that happens, he makes mistakes. And there you go. So, yeah, like I said, Vikings will be, I'll pick the Vikings to win this game, barely. I'll pick it 27 to 24. I hope I'm right. (laughs) So that's pretty much where I'm going to stand. That's about it. I mean, there's not much more to go on. There really isn't there really isn't I mean you just you saw what we saw last time the Vikings should have won that game bad calls by their officials bad execution and then a really poor attitude by a lot of people especially Brad Childress after that game it was ridiculous uh, I think Brad Childress lost his team after that game if you want my honest opinion and I hope you do <laughs> I hope you do that's probably why you're listening to the show so we're just going to have to uh, leave it as is <sighs> that's going to be it guys it's going to be it This team is wearing me out, and I'm sure it's wearing you guys out as well. All right, so we'd like you to join the sportsstuff.com message boards. There's a button in the upper right-hand corner on the front page of the website. Simply click it. It says TSS boards. Then click register, and then you can join those boards and talk football within the division because the groups, the pages, the group uh, forums are split up via division, which is actually a really cool idea by Dylan Richardson. NFC North rivals can all talk and argue and uh, just converse. It's fun stuff. So there you go. That's what that's all about. Of course, you can talk all the other sports as well. You can even talk about video games or politics or God knows what else. It's a very universal uh, message boards on there. But Of course, you know, the groups are split up in that sense. Yeah, it's not all like one board for everything. That'd be kind of, that'd be pointless. You know, that's like going on the newspaper or something. <laughs> So yeah, no, Brad Childress not fired as of yet. If he is fired between now and the next show, good. <laughs> if not, well, we'll just we'll just go with it, I guess, because that's just how it's going to be until the Wolves make their final decision on Chile. So until next week, guys, we will talk to you later. Mm-hmm.